we're back with another episode of Franchise My Business, the podcast for franchisors, hosted by franchisors. I'm your host, Kevin Oldham, and we're going to talk about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, the stuff that we put in our bodies, food, 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 food. Like what could be a more important thing, a more important mission than helping people make just one more healthy meal choice. And if you know anything about me, you know that I own a franchise system that helps people in the similar type of area. Um, and we actually carry some acai bowls, but it's not like our primary business. And so I'm super excited to have the founder and CEO of Nautical Bowls on where acai bowls are their main offer. Um, this is a business that was launched, again, not too long ago, May of 2018. So we're talking like less than five years ago. We've got Bryant. Uh, he's the CEO and founder. His wife is also a co-founder, so it's super cool. Rachel, she's not on with us today, so I'm just gonna say we got the B team. We didn't get the we didn't get the A team. We got the B team. We got the CEO. Really, yeah, if we really wanted to get the answers on how this business has been going and everything, we need Rachel, but she's not available. So welcome to the show, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong guy. We got the wrong guy. The wrong so guy. let's start this let's over. Just start it over. Okay. Start over. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for. Yeah, it's, I'm happy to be here. And I'll just make one correction. Uh, yes, my wife and I, we are the co-founders of Nautical Bowls, but I am not the CEO. You're not. So we, our, our business partner on the franchise business is, he's the CEO. And I'm just a guy, I just work here. Just work. You know, I just, I just hang out. I just, you know, we keep doing our thing. You're the you know? eye candy. That's, You're the guy with the glowing, the, the, the golden locks, <laughs> right? We got the yeah. guy over here. That's why. They, some hair envy. So, you know, when, when the business goes... When you guys start buying Super Bowl ads, you're going to be the guy. Uh, I hope not, but uh, maybe, maybe. If, that's, if that's the cards I'm dealt, then I'll play them. So well, let's talk about your. Thanks, but anyway, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, man, so. This is awesome. This is awesome, and I love the fact that you guys are putting more than like acai in there. And we'll kind of get into it. Like, first of all, I haven't eaten lunch, and it's two forty p.m. And so I'm looking at your website, and it's making me hungry as heck. But the food looks delicious. So what all goes into your guys' products besides acai? Because it looks like you got all sorts of superfoods, which is a huge buzzword, and it means stuff that's good for us. There you go. Yeah. We just you gotta you gotta simplify. So using superfoods and you know, packed with antioxidants, you know, nutrient rich. Using that is a lot better. In the beginning, in the early days, we started breaking things down by this thing has the most vitamin C and this has that and this is why and it's like, oh, this is People don't care about that. They do. But if you just say, hey, it's healthy and good for you, you should try it, yeah. man. And then that works better. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so what goes in it? So we have, we, we're slightly different. There's multiple ways that you can make, like, let's just oversimplify a smoothie bowl. So an acai bowl is like calling a, a tissue a Kleenex. So it's like acai bowl means the thing. Mm -hmm. you know, like, that's what we make. That's the bowl. And so acai is one of them. That's the super fruit from Brazil. Um, and then we have other bases that we create as well. So we have blue magic, which is the, the most, the one that people like, what does that even mean? It's just, you know, it's pineapple, pineapple mango. It's got spirulina uh, mixed in as the superfood kicker in there. So it's, it's pretty simple. It's just, I mean, it's fruits, yeah. you know? So then we have mango, coconut, um, we have, yeah, mango, coconut, and then pitaya, another name for dragon fruit. Awesome. So we have five bases and then we, we make, um, from scratch, chia puddings. We have three different types of chia mm -hmm. puddings that, that we make, um, or parfait. Pudding is maybe not the best word, but uh, it's, it just describes what yeah. it is. Super simple recipe, you know. Um, 
you know, and then like our, our, our toppings that we have, they're very simple. Yeah. Uh, it's just, if it's pumpkin seeds, it's just pumpkin seeds. There's no, you know, like in our, in our, our granola is a honey oat uh-huh. granola. So it, it took us a long time to, or I don't know, it's harder to find a, you know, gluten-free and zero sugar, you know, I mean, it's, it's it has honey, right, so there's right, sugar right. in it, but there's, there's no, yeah. no, you know, there's no granulated sugar in it, which you can get super cheap granola, um, with, you know, all those, all those shortcuts. Well, I yeah. Guess. Shortcuts. Let's call us, what they are, right? Yeah, shortcuts. Yeah. So, so for us, we're going to have a higher quality, just higher quality, everything. Um, and it's, you know, our, our bases that we make, you know, if you look at the photos of them, they got seven or less ingredients yeah. in them. You know, it's just, it's, they're high quality and we source, we source everything from all over the world, kind of the best yeah. place to get it. Um, cause we can't grow a lot, you know, in Minnesota or in the States. Uh-huh. We're now in, you know, a, uh, a lot of states now. We started with our, our original one store here in Minnetonka, Minnesota, and then we've grown to over 50 locations now and 180 plus uh, licenses awarded. Yeah. So, um, it's in the span of like two and a half years, so it's it's uh, pretty wild. Two years ago, at this time, we had we had three stores, and now we have. How did you guys grow so fast? Like, so how pretty- are you? Because you, I mean, you've got a CEO that's not founder. Right. So do you bring in a professional CEO that's helped you grow? Like what's been the secret to growing? Yeah, that, that is the, I, w- I would say that is the secret to where mm-hmm. we are today because my wife and I, when we started, it was just going to be, you know, we were going to have 20 to 25 stores in, you know, the, the twin right. cities area, you know, the Midwest kind of like in our zone. And that's what we were thinking. You know, we had the end and begin with the end yeah. in mind. So for us, it would be an exit in seven to 10 years to maybe a major competitor or private equity or something like that. So that, that was always part of the play. Um, and then our just, our stores just went off to a, a ripping start. Yeah. Like it was just cr- a crazy start. Um, more than we ever thought we would, like we thought we were going to do, you know, what we thought we were going to do in 12 months, we did in like three That's months. Awesome. And it was like, holy cow. But then again, we didn't know what we didn't know. We also had no idea how much it costed to, costed to, to do right. things. So we spent way more than we thought and uh, just through iteration. So when we started, we still wanted to create a franchisable business because we knew that that would free up our time, have our team do a lot of the – lot of the um, just the day-to-day and for us to manage because a lot of the time early on was looking at the next store mm-hmm. or the next stores and doing a lot of market research and that sort of thing that, that took up a lot of time. And then a lot of the outside events and whatnot. And then when you franchise, you know, it's, we stopped doing that and you become now a franchisor, very different business. Yes, it is. So we met Peter, Peter Townton, who's our, our business partner in the franchise business. And, um, he's, we just, we talked with him and it was just like a networking <laughs> uh, time, but it was the one time that I ever, like I've, I've done a lot of networking, just meeting with right. people. So, you know, similar, to like this, except for we're on a right. podcast, but it's like, hey, let's just connect. And uh, he was a, that was the one time that anyone ever asked, hey, are you business partners with your wife? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'll bring her with. Let's do it. Because he, he stepped down as the CEO of Lyft Brands, yeah. which yeah. is his previous brand. So Lyft Brands is uh, the parent company to Snap yeah. Fitness, Nine Round, and Fitness on the So 6,000 um, licenses and, and locations in 28 countries. Mm-hmm. So he is local. He lives really close oh, to us. Cool. And he's like, yeah, just come over to my house. And, and so it was very nonchalant, you know, organic, almost, right? Like it was almost like an organic yeah. type of 
for yeah. sure. One of my best friends is family friends with him and he gave me the introduction. Cool. So it was uh, not like, Hey, I'm creeping you on LinkedIn. Right. It was like, Oh yeah. Friend of Max's is a friend of mine. So come over to my lake house and let's, let's have a chat, you know? And, and so we did and our one hour meeting turned into two hours. And then at the end of it, he goes, uh, I think you guys should franchise and I want to help you do it. And we were like, what? So we went in my hidden agenda was like, I was, I was hoping that maybe, you know, he would like us enough where I could text him or call him once a yeah, quarter. Yeah, like mentorship like, hey, type of thing, business. right? Yeah. yeah. Here's the business thing. It wouldn't be weird to be like, okay, buddy, stop, stop reaching right. out to me. Right. Um, that was that was my hidden agenda, but we left with a you know basically with a business partner. That's um, so cool. You know, and like, and, and we, yeah. So that was he goes. I want to help you guys do this. I think if there's one thing that I'm that I've become pretty good at in this life is it's franchising, and I think you guys have a franchisable model. And I'd like to help you do it. So that's that's how the the franchise business started. We never wanted to franchise ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I don't want that to be like we never wanted to franchise ourselves. Um, and we've stepped into you know roles as as the the franchisors. We'll always be the founders, yeah. yes, yeah. for sure. Um, but franchising the business, we always it was always it always had to be a you know a strategic partnership mm -hmm. with someone or some group to help us do that. And we were thinking maybe that would be the next phase, like somebody else would right, do the franchise. Right. You guys would take it up to X amount of stores and then boom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were totally. We were totally fine with that option. And we had some mentors here um, in our area that got burned, you know, and that, and that model, like don't franchise your business. And we're like, Oh, yeah. okay, we won't, you know, and like a year later, we're like, we're franchising. So here we go. <laughs> so it just, gotta, so why, why, why the growth is, you know, we have, um, a great business partner with that, with many connections yeah. and just kind of like hey, these steps. And, you know, we had, uh, we have a really good product and a, a really simplified business model. You talked about your, your thing. You got, you know, you've got a couple of acai bowls. All we do is mm -hmm. bowls. That's yeah. it. You can't even get anything yeah. else at our That's store. Awesome. You just, you come in here, there's not even smoothies. There's no juices. Like you can get bottled water, bottled water in a bowl. Bottled water in yeah, a bowl. There you have it, man. How did you, um, We've tried a bunch of things, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like what's nautical bowls? Like why, why nautical, which I know you guys have a ton of lakes up in your area. Well, hold on. You're, are you in Minnesota or Wisconsin? Minnesota. Minnesota. A lot of lakes. Minnesota, a lot yep. of lakes. The land, the land of 10,000 yeah, I mean, is that, is what you guys, you guys enjoy compare. the water and such, and that's where it came from or how'd you come up with the branding? Yeah, you nail on the head, man. Yeah. You got it. So we have a couple different business uh, names for for us, um, but we are true Minnesotans, and you know we love Minnesota. We're like we, you know, even even though we don't plan on leaving out of Minnesota, but like we want the brand to be like known for yeah. Minnesota. But if you like look at our competitors or just anybody in the bowl space, it's something then bowls. It's some word and then bowls. <laughs> is so, that the way it is? Monkey bowls. That, that's what monkey it is. Monkey bowls. And we'll have the yeah. inflatable so, monkey up on top. <laughs> that is a genius idea. Let's do Let's that do one it. next. Yeah. Um, yeah. CEO and make sure he's good that's with it. it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for us, like that, that, that's what it was. It was some word and then, and then bowls after yeah. it. And that was, uh, that we chose nautical because we are the land of 10,000 yeah. lakes and we wanted to pick a, a word that was, was lake themed. And so, and, and it works well, man. So, we're in many markets. We're in we're in you know East Coast and uh, down South. We're in Florida. Um, you know we're in Kansas City. Yeah. You know we're we're in all over. We bring you know we're bringing that lake life or the ocean life. So we have a big old mural that's like 
the whole it makes up the whole thing. That's a custom drawn or um, painted mural by a uh, by an artist, and then we blow it up and make it a you know a, we digitize it and then make it a, a wall art, a, just a, a simple vinyl vinyl well, yeah wall art you know and it's and it's awesome and we have multiple different ones now because we're in different right. markets like oh we got an ocean one so little things like that just to like, kind of make people feel a little bit more uh, at That's home cool. and transport them to the lake or the ocean let the nautical life so life slows down a little bit we have our music cranked a little bit louder than you would probably want um but it's because we're inviting people into a yeah, party, party come, right come enjoy the lake right what type yeah. of music are you playing you playing yacht rock like what more Jimmy Buffett. Like, what, are we, what are we feeling? And did you guys do a Jimmy Buffett tribute when he passed? I mean, what a loss for people that like the water, right? Yeah, we, we played a lot of Jimmy yeah. Buffett on the over the stereo, uh, you know, over that next mm -hmm. week. But uh, yeah, we do play a lot of Jimmy Dude. Buffett yeah. and yacht rock, yeah. unique. So it's it is a lot of that style of music and some some newer stuff, but not not the stuff that you're on the radio today. It's like transporting people to kind of, I guess, a, a simpler times yeah. or, you know, and that's you're just laid back at the beach, you know, hanging out. And that's, that's kind of what we got, you know, some, maybe some country music in there too. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's a, the piece on music, I love it. which is usually forgotten about. But like we, we actually focus on that. And like, and we get a lot of compliments on the music, which is not really intentional, yeah. but it's like the ambiance thing, right? You know, it matters. It matters. Yeah. It matters. It matters. It matters. It's so, one of your five What's that? So yeah, it's one of your five yeah. senses. So you want to yeah. you want to hit all the senses on for everything. Yeah. Yeah. When people come in, it should be it should be wowed with um, everything with all of their senses yeah. as as they walk Absolutely. in. Absolutely. If it's a little bit too chilly in Minnesota, you know that's that's a, that's a tough one. People <laughs> people are walking in. You know, outside they're coming to enjoy a product that is you know a freezing a freezing product. You know, a frozen product. Um, so, but people do it. And so like when they come in, let's make sure that it's not freezing. Yeah. You know? So it, that's a tiny example, you know, and then the, the sights and the smells and the, and the music and the ambiance and is it clean? Like that's, that's the first yep. step, you know, and then getting a greeting from one of our team members within five yeah. seconds, you know, that's another thing. Like, you know, we try to simplify everything down to like, you know, into the simple, simple we steps, but yeah, I love it. Do you, because like we deal with some seasonality with smoothies. Again, we're in Kansas City, so not as cold as you, but as you can see, I'm dressed. I mean, it's cold today. Um, and we definitely see seasonality because it is a colder type of thing. With your original location or locations that you ran, you and your, your wife uh, in the Twin Cities, did you see seasonality as well when it gets cold, less, less bowls? Or have you figured yes. out a way to yes. serve people at the same level as you do July? Because we've not figured that out, and I would love to know if somebody has. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, there's there's a seasonality aspect to it. And it kind of goes with – I mean, it kind of goes with just retail yeah. spending cycles as well. So, like, you know, at the end of the summer, people spend a lot of money on a lot of things, yeah. right? Back to school, whatnot. So then there's September yeah. – um, is it's kind of like a, a like a buying freeze it a lot is. in the retail like, space. Not, a little bit of a cliff, actually. I mean, I've noticed the same thing. Or, or the kids right. who come in who are teenagers are going to school, so they're not coming in, you know, and grabbing a, a treat, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, got it. So we, we experienced that, and, um, yeah, just introducing new revenue streams yeah. for our franchisees and our stores. That's and, and, no, we haven't cracked the code on, uh, <laughs> on how to do 
same store sales in July as in January. Yeah. Um, but there's there's peaks and valleys all the time. But it, what we do see is now that we have a footprint across the country, and it actually is pretty um, similar in in some areas. But if we're in a college town, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll we'll see it kind of flip flop. Like summertime is not as busy, right. but then when school's in, because now all of a sudden they have, you know twenty thousand more people in that in that little area that they're right there, and that's when all the action's happening. So. We have, we have that too, but it's kind of a case by case, but at the same time, like there's a seasonality to it, but it's more so it is weather related, but so is people spend money based off of weather yeah. too. And like what's going on Absolutely. in the like summertime they have more time on their hands. The kids are around and, and kids, teenagers, they drive discretionary spending. Mm-hmm. Why? Because parents want their kids and their kids want a thing. Okay, yeah. cool. So, and that's what we are discretionary product. So we try to, you know, meet people where they're yeah. at. Well, speaking of meeting people where you're at, you might have seen me smile. I love the montage on the catering tab on your website, mostly because you're like this happy guy who's walking in with the bags. And you're like, hey, let's deliver some stuff. But the the you know catering is always like uh, I would assume a bigger bigger thing in post COVID area where people aren't just going out as much. Is that a for your franchisees? Is that a uh, a pretty important revenue line for them catering? It's a big, it's a big push for is us. It? It's re- still relatively is new, it? you know, cause it, I mean, we're coming tell, tell, you know, on the tail end here of, of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that, we started a, a catering program and then, uh, then COVID hit and then th- that <laughs> completely went out the window and then we started franchising. Then we just completely shifted. And now this year is actually when we started introducing uh, okay, catering cool. before it was like, Hey, do you guys cater? Like, yeah, we do. What do you need? Where, yeah, when, yeah. how many bowls? We'll, we'll do it. Yeah, totally. But now it's like, hey, by the way, we cater and we're going to come to yeah, you. And so that's that's, that's cool. a big. Uh, now now it becomes you know now you have somebody on your team or you as the as the operator right. manager or franchisee is you're going out to the places and you're dropping off the little samples that we have. Hey, try our product and here's a free ball to come back to the store. It's that you know your your acquisition cost is actually you know maybe one two three free balls, but then they're going to be your average ticket is you know you know, 20, 30 bowls, mm-hmm. um, on that really, you know, it doesn't take long to do a pretty good catering business. Yeah. If you have, if you have, if you have a hundred clients, you know, hundred catering clients, if you have a hundred people, hundred clients that are buying from you or getting bowls once a month, that's, that's, I mean, you're moving. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to build that up and we have some stores that are crushing it and some stores that are not doing it right. at all because they're like, I just want to yeah. focus on the store. So say, like, Hey, you know, we can't, you know, we can bring the dog to or the, the horse to the water, but we can't make him drink. For so sure. we're just trying to, we just come up, you know, we have all the tools and here's the resources and, you know, and that's what, fran- I mean, that's what franchising yeah. is. You know, we, at the end of the day, like the, the business doesn't work unless you work yeah. it, you know, but my goal is to just provide as much value to the franchisees and as many resources as possible. The ones that are going to get after it, they're going to get after it, you know? And, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, in my previous life, I was the CMO of a, of a uh, franchise system where we had 600 locations. And I was constantly using that same analogy. I use the buffet analogy. I'm like, okay, when you invest in a franchise, first of all, you got to eat your vegetables. Like there's some requirements, right? You got to serve the product and all that. But yeah, there's yeah. going to be some additional things. Like you might not want to use a dressing. And the dressing may be a mobile model. It may be a catering model. It may be whatever, you know, various things. That, but then I always come back and I say, but if you want to be in the top 20%, if you want to be on the stage at our national convention, getting an award, I will tell you, 
that the top offices or top locations are eating judiciously off the buffet. They're coming back and they're they're yeah. they're using all or they're pulling all the tools from our toolbox, you know, whatever metaphor you want. But I I would say, right. man, like there's definitively like the and also as the more engaged franchisees, the ones that have, are saying, okay, I see all these ways that I can create wealth for my family, my my employees, or whatever whatever their why is. Why not do it, right? And but you can't force them. And so it's kind of an interesting dynamic. So, you know, a lot of listeners on our show are people who are thinking about franchising or are early in those stages. And I think yeah. that you and I can both relate with the fact that you can you can create circumstances and systems and, and programs and everything that basically hand things to people on Golden Platter and just sometimes they won't utilize it. And you have to be like, OK, with that, as long as they're not out of compliance. Right. Yeah, that that is a battle, yeah. you know, because I. I Ideally, ideally, you can just clone yourself or, or get. Not that I think of that I'm awesome, but dude, I, you're awesome. Just, I just know you're what, awesome. You know you're <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I just know what, what work went into uh, to getting the thing yeah. started, and it's like you know what you don't have like you don't have to do any of these headaches. <laughs> and I'm telling you from experience, and and like you're asking this question, it's like I'm glad you're asking that question, but you don't even need. To ask, answer, ask that question anymore, and because here's why, like we'll stop asking the question because literally this is this is why, yeah. right? So it's no, no, that franchising is that that's the joy of franchising. You know, the the, the hardest part about any business with people, right? And then the most rewarding part is people, yeah. right? So and and being a, a franchisor in the unique position to watch other people win uh, and be able to be there and support them is is awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, just yesterday, you know, we awarded a um, a license um, to a to a spot here in Minnesota, right? It was like just you know a little ways down the road, and I was like, cool. You know, it's like you know every single time it happens, I we call them, my wife and I will we'll call them, um, and just say congratulations and welcome. Like yeah. as the founder, you know, my wife and I like f- founding this company for someone to be like, you know what, I want to do that thing. It just means a lot. Yeah. You know, it, it's like holy, crap. you know, so like. It, it really does mean a lot, and, and I literally just call them just to say welcome, and I'm looking forward to you know this journey together because it is like it's it's a long it's a long term mm-hmm. play. You know, it's not it's like hey, I'm going to do this for I'm gonna do this for 18 months and then like <laughs> woohoo. No. It's like no, it takes it takes 18 months, 24 months just to get the thing to you know a, a movable yeah. a movable Remember recovering your um, initial investment, right? I mean, your your capex. Yeah. I mean, you got to recover your cash. You got it, yeah, man. Yeah. So it's like you're, we want the people that are you know willing to put in the work and and um, and have a long term vision on it, or just a bigger vision, yeah. you know, beyond just like seeing dollar signs when somebody's standing in line, seeing smiles that are people's days that they can impact. Somebody walks in with a frown, like, all right, I'm not going to stop until this person right. smiles. That even even if they you know got a two dollar bottle of water, or they walked out with a two hundred dollar right. catering order, you know. It doesn't matter. I, just, I want that person. I want to make their oh, day. Yeah. So for us, others first and focusing on people and making their days brighter and better um, is a huge focus. And then as the franchisor, you know, it's us equipping with our franchisees with the ability to to win and, um, you know, just coaching them along, along the process. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things that um, you, you just said something about making people's days a little bit better, a little bit brighter. And we <laughs> We can't get our team members to do this, and so we've stopped, right? Because it does sound a little bit unnatural, but 
I ask this question quite a bit. It's like, how can I make your day a little bit better today? I know I can't make your day amazing. Like I don't have that authority. Only you do. But how can I make your day a little bit better today? And I always think about that. Like we we thought about making it part of the script uh, for our team members at our smoothie shops. And ultimately it was like, it felt forced or whatever. But the whole premise is we want people to know that we're there to make their day better. We're there to serve them. And so I love the fact that that's kind of like part of your guys' core as well. Because as franchisors, we have a ridiculously awesome opportunity to do that at scale and, and improve people's days and their lives, people will never see, right? We never see the end customer at a store in Texas or whatever. Yeah. But just knowing when you laid your head down at night and you may have had the worst day ever, but through your vision, you and your wife's vision and your brand that you've created and, and people have bought into the vision and invested in it. It's like, man, we're, we're making the world a little bit of a better place, even if today was a tough day. And that's, that's, that's worth pushing through the hard times, man. You know, that, that, that it takes, it takes um, that type of posture mm-hmm. to, to weather the storm on, on those days. But I actually was thinking that the other day, I was like, you know what? There's thousands of people that nautical bowls impacts every single day. And I just like, you know, I, I just wasn't really thinking about it. We have, we've been know, sitting here. Who knows how many nautical bowls have been sold yeah. and consumed, right? You know, we're 25 minutes oh, in right. and, I think about that stuff and uh, I see you guys did some math. Like you tried to, you, you tried to get to a number of like how many bowls you've served kind of like the McDonald's uh, used to have the, remember how they used to say billion served and they just gave up because it was so many people. And so, uh, yeah, I can understand why they gave up on it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it is a hard thing to, to update. I think we update it, you know, weekly or Do maybe really? even monthly. It's, Do you really? That's cool. Yeah. We, we try, we try to update it. Eventually, we'll get it synced with our technology, and then we can actually just track it um, for every mall that's served. That would be cool. Um, Real time. Be, then we can actually go in here and hit refresh and be like, wow, you actually sold 300 bowls since we've been talking. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would you know, and eventually we'll get there. You know, technology is probably there. I'm done with say technology will catch up. It's like, it's already there. You, know? you just got to know where to find it, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Well, cool, man. Um, people want to learn more about Nautical Bowls. They just go to nauticalbowls.com. Is that the best place? That's a, that's a great spot to start. Cool. Um, we'll drop that in the show know, notes. Our Instagram, our Instagram and other places, you know, I'm not the social media guy. You know, I'm kind of, you know, the guy behind the scenes. Um, even though you do see my face and my wife's face and our family, you know, we're, we're all about it, you know. So, um, yeah, you can you can go there. And check check that out. You can see our whole team, you know, and and uh, our, our little family of nautical bowls. We call the Naughty Fam. The Naughty Fam, um, I like it. I like it. Fam, uh, and then Naughty Fans. You know, that's another mm-hmm. thing. Apparently, so uh, that's what we got rolling. So check it out there. We got our franchise page and whatnot. But if you got a store near you, go check it out. We got great bowls. Um, I don't have a massive coupon discount or whatever so you're just gonna have to pay for it so sorry if you want good <laughs> stuff you gotta pay for it i mean that's the reality right so, superfoods yeah. and so we're, we're are not cheap so yeah you got it man well again thank you so much this, this is uh this is a great conversation and uh, hopefully valuable to your to your audience yeah. and valuable to me just to be able to share our story and and, and thank you for being such a wonderful host. yes sir i appreciate you coming on 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're a loyal listener, you know I just have two asks. Number one, if you liked our conversation with Bryant today, maybe somebody in your life would value it as well. It's pretty easy to text somebody a link to this episode and say, hey, check out Bryant from Nautical Bulls. I know that more people hearing his story is just going to help their boats rise as well as the people that join their organization. Second ask, if you like what we're doing, I'd love a review. Till next time, I hope you have a phenomenal week and be well. 